Hey, can I ask you something, brother? Uh, I'm less and less willing, I think. Well, what if I asked you, uh-huh. what if? <laughs> what? What if? What if what? What if you watched Marvel, what if? Uh, can I not? You're forced to. Contractually <laughs> obligated. Just so, like I am to Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, have you watched any of that yet? I haven't watched a minute of it yet. I watched <laughs> okay. something much better on HBO recently. Okay, well, we'll talk about that in a bit. But yeah, I watched. I started watching What If. I've watched a bunch of them now. Okay. Yeah. So you are through... Uh, the we, last time, the last one I watched uh, was... Zombies. Zombies, yeah. Okay, cool. So And I'm halfway through the Killmonger episode, but... Okay. You know, let's not so how do you feel through zombies? Well, so this is what I think we should do. Give it to me. Let's just talk about every episode. What do you think about Agent Carter? The Agent Carter episode, I didn't like very much. I thought it was I thought it was a good start, mm-hmm. and so I was kind of open to it. Sure. Uh, when I watched it, I was just like, uh, okay, you, you're not going to start with your strongest episode. I get it. This is a fine intro. I didn't like how quick it seemed. The pacing was seemed so fast. On it's that 28 minutes. Yeah, yeah. But like, what I mean is like, they're covering an entire movie's worth of plot. In 23 minutes. Sure. Which but, made but it feel very fast. They are going off the um, assumption that you've at least seen Captain America First Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I mean is... Uh, so, that's fair. What I mean is that it didn't feel... I don't know. It felt different in that they were covering so much. It almost felt like... I don't know. Like, it was breakneck speed. And and I get that that's what it's got to be. Because you're not going to make a fucking movie out of, of all these. Even though you are covering a movie's worth... Of plot, yeah, um, it was so, fast. So, like, there's just like an assumption made. And now, that being said, I have gotten used to it now. Mm-hmm. It was just that first episode where I was just like, "Oof, this is this is going fast." I wonder, I wonder if I'm going to be okay with it. It turns out I am okay with it. It was just cool. that one episode. So that kind of that kind of was just like a little jarring. And then um, I didn't like Steve Rogers' character. There was something that felt very campy about that first episode. So I was just like, okay, I kind of like this. This well, is that's okay. The, that's kind of what First Avenger is, though. Yeah, campy. yeah. It, it was it was definitely during a time, and actually probably the campiest of all the movies. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe toe-to-toe with Thor as far as camp. Because even the first Iron Man I didn't feel was very campy. But no, the, not at all. The first Captain America had that kind of schlocky feel to it, mm-hmm. which is fine. Uh, yeah, it's but, supposed to be uh, like Indiana Jones. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, like a pulp movie. Yeah, pulp movie. Which is what I, I got from this story. It felt very pulpy, but like... Given what the MCU has become, sure. um, I wouldn't say that it's grounded in any way, but it's like it's found a different voice, I felt. And so going back to that initial kind of hokey camp was uh, kind of hard, especially with the Steve Rogers stuff. I just felt like it was so thick. Uh, but I was like, okay, th- this is a good start. We'll see where they're going with it. What, what did you think? I enjoyed it. Um, and the only things I didn't like about it were the beginning. I thought it was very ham-fisted in its messaging mm-hmm. uh, about uh, the woman. Uh, pro-women yeah, and yeah, yeah. all that and this and that. I thought that was extremely ham-fisted mm-hmm. and other than that I liked everything else. Though. I wonder I, if, if they leaned into how ham-fisted they were because they're assuming that an animation means that a younger that it's going to skew to a younger of audience. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's fair. Of course. And then I went into... So all, all in all, I thought it was off to a fine start. Sure, okay. Then we jumped into what if T'Challa was Star-Lord. Yeah. What do you think so, of this one? So I hated this episode. Yep. Yeah, I think I went into it uh, already, like... I went in, into it with trepidation. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, like, I hope they, they bring it back. And then I watched this episode, and it was like, mm, they're really laying it on thick with T'Challa. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I get... 
that Chadwick Boseman was like he passed away. Yeah, yeah, like he was a great actor, and apparently he was like a really phenomenal dude. And they really wanted to do like a nice tribute for him. And I, I feel it, like taken as specifically a tribute to Chadwick Boseman, the actor. Mm-hmm. Then okay, you know that's mm-hmm. what this was. But taken as a part of like an MCU, or even forget that. Taken as an interesting story with characters I'm familiar with. Yes. Right? Uh, I didn't like it at all. So, like, it was so Mary Sue. It was so, like, like fondant levels of Mary Sue where um, I, I just, like, I was like, this is this is the most horseshit thing I've ever watched. Uh, when it really got me when Thanos was just, like, sharing a beer with the child and he's just like, yeah, man, like, you're just such a cool guy that I just, like, agree and will follow you into battle. I was just like, this is a lot. I, like, this is a, I won't say a betrayal, but this is a parody. This is a caricature of characters that I've enjoyed for 10 years. Uh, they've laid it on so thick with them that they're almost unrecognizable. And I was like, I don't see the point in this. <laughs> like, it it is enjoyable for for people who wanted to give um, the actor a good send-off. It may be enjoyable for people who are just like, I don't know, I may as well watch this. But I'm just not in that category of people. Yeah. When I was watching this, I was just like, this is the campiest, most Mary Sue thing I've ever watched in my entire life. I don't really even see a point to it. And so, yeah, I'm just really turned off to it. And I, I, I'd stopped watching What If there uh, for a while. What did you think of that episode? So there's a reason why, in my opinion, MCU made uh, Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like before Captain America Civil War, he was too good. Right, like he was like he. You know what I equated to mm-hmm. Eddard Stark. If Eddard Stark was like did everything right the entire time, all the time, and then even at the end was like, I'm not going to betray myself. And then he wins because he doesn't betray himself. Yeah. And somebody shoots Joffrey Baratheon, yeah. and then he like becomes a new champion. Yeah. Right, and like, like nothing bad ever happens. Right, to him. exactly. Yeah. Like there is I'd be something. Like, ex- was there supposed to be? A struggle in this? Uh, Captain of- America gets more interesting after Civil War because he yeah. now has skated that gray line. Mm-hmm. There is nothing to me interesting about a character that's perfect in every way. Mm-hmm. Now, this reinforces, in my opinion, what you just said a couple minutes ago. Mm-hmm. This is clearly made for young people. Mm-hmm. This is clearly made for, in my opinion, like the people who were like 8 to like 12, 14 mm-hmm. even, when they saw Black Panther mm-hmm. and they loved Chadwick Bosman that much. And that was like their Iron Man. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like their character. That was like their hero and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And this is perfectly acceptable. I think for that young crowd, sure, yeah. that's like 10 years old or 11 years old or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's showing their character at the highest of high. It doesn't make sense mm-hmm. in any way, shape or form to me because like, so you're basically telling me that like, I will, a little bit pushback on that when we talk about episode coming up. Sure, no problem. Yeah. We but like I feel like he's like this perfect character perfect. that like puts the world together yeah. and every the all the galaxy I'm sorry, universe yeah. together. The the uh, every all this galaxy is at peace and harmony because 
Peter Quill is not Star Lord and T'Challa. So what's the difference between T'Challa and Star Lord? I guess, or I'm his, sorry, Peter his Quill. His upbringing, his he, upbringing. Yeah, until he was like seven or eight, because yes. he's like grabbed at eight years baby. old. Yeah, so sure. like those first eight years were so groundbreaking that like he is the perfect person instead of like kind of a screw up yeah. because he had his dad in his life and Peter Quill didn't have his dad. I whatever. Yeah. I don't care. It doesn't make any sense yeah. whatsoever. All Again, in all, they're taking characters yes. that we know, understand, and have watched. Yes. And then just making them not be those same people. Yeah, weird. They're just Very going, weird. They're called that. Yes. They're voiced by them. Yes. But those aren't the same people anymore. Yeah. And this was, this is, I mean, we'll go, we'll go on to the next ones and then talk, come back to this later on because I'll have other things to say. But uh, I believe after this episode, we went to episode three and episode three was. Episode three was the one where all of the Avengers start dying. Yes. It's called. Nick, oh, Nick Fury's like bad day or bad yes, I think it's Na- like Nick that. Fury's bad day or some shit yeah. like of that nature. So, what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Yes, yes. So, okay, so this episode wasn't great. Oh, okay, it wasn't great. Okay, but it was so far my favorite of the three that I had watched. Yes, when I watched this one, I'm just like, oh, all right, these might not all, uh, like be bad. Whereas, like the first episode, I was just like, eh, okay. In the second episode, I was just like, this is not for me. The third episode, I was just like, I can watch this. This is like this is like episode one tier, mm-hmm. where it's like, um, uh, I liked the story enough, where like they were all dying. And I was just curious as to what was killing them. When right. Bruce Banner died, yeah. that's where I was just like, okay. Now, I want to know. I want to yeah. know what you're going to come up with, first, right. uh, why, why they're dying. And when it was Hank Pym in the end. Yeah. It felt very comic booky to me. Yeah. Like I was just like a deranged Hank Pym, you yeah. know? Like in the comic books, Hank Pym is one of the most like ridiculous capable characters yeah. that exists. Uh like he's like the reason for so much shit happening, so central to Marvel the Marvel universe. And so when he was the one that was orchestrating this by like Doing all sorts of like biological shenanigans and also like going into their fucking bodies and stuff. Sure. I was like, yeah, okay, I yeah. buy this. <laughs> you know, like that was fine. Now, still felt really quick. The acting is just, I don't know, man. The the like the screenplay is just so campy, so corny. Uh, like the writing, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed the uh, story enough that I was just like, okay, this was fine. I'll I'll keep watching. I quite enjoyed this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I thought it was very fun. Like, I don't know why exactly, but I really... And then when it was... I was in the same boat as you. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Like, I, you know, and like, I didn't even... It didn't even kind of cross my mind nope. that it could be Hank nope. Pin. Never once. So when it was him, I was like, oh, that's fucking clever. Like, when and I really dies enjoyed in the it. cell, yeah. I was just like, okay. I'm yeah. into it. What's going I on? I want to know what I don't right. want to know what happened. Exactly. And then when it was when it was revealed it was like a crazy Hank Pin. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. I don't know why, but I really enjoyed Very this one at the time. Yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So that one wrapped up and it's kind of going up on the on the higher level and okay. then we go to the next it's episode. Like it was going back up. Yeah. yeah. And then we go to episode 4. Yeah, and then this is the what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands. Yeah. Uh I genuinely liked this episode. Now, yeah. at this point one, we've decided we're going to do this thing, so I'm just like, okay, I got to watch these shows. So that's right. that's a different. Th- there's a different mentality when you don't have to be watching a thing, sure, and you have to give it the time of day. Yes. Right. So now I'm giving these episodes the time of day. I'm more focused. I'm more like I've got to talk about this, so I'm more focused. I'm more watching it. And then I watched uh, one episode that was on its way back up, and I'm just like, okay, giving it the benefit of the doubt. This episode, I was like, 
okay, these are fun. Yeah. This is, this is, this is fun. Because, um, one, I like Doctor Strange. He's one of my favorite characters yep. in the MCU. Yep. He's not, I didn't read a lot of Doctor Strange when I was reading comics, but I, I liked, I liked his presence in the MCU. He's one of the cooler aspects of what's happening. Yeah. I was really, oh, I was so iffy on the multiverse stuff. And like, it's, it's really kind of, it's gaining favor with me. And so this one was very like a cool Doctor Strange story. I liked the split. I liked all the character or the story beats. Uh, I really liked when he started going fucking crazy in that library and he was just like absorbing all that shit. And, and like, I enjoyed how it ended. I loved the realization of the consequence that they were always alluding to in the MCU, which is, hey, don't fuck around with time because you could really fucking, like, you could fuck up the universe. You could, you could really mess it up. And I loved how at the end, the, you know, space time continuum, uh, MacGuffin, really just collapsed in on itself because it was just fucked with so much and it was just that one point in time and it was just you know compressed into nothing that to me was like oh so that's what happens when you fuck with time too much cool i like that i saw that you know it kind of gave some weight to the strange movie the actual mcu one where everyone was just like don't fuck with time you know like you're gonna break everything you know like this is this is not a good idea and then this one was just like yeah this is what happens this is what happens when right. you fuck with time that yeah bad where we warned you yeah so like I, it, it was just nice to have like um an example of the repercussions but also i liked the story you know like i i liked strange wrestling with uh a part of his his like past that was rough and i liked watching the reason he went so insane is because he didn't he was split and his rational side the side that would stop a regular human being from going too far or from being able to stop yourself was taken from him it was it was split in two so that rational side was just like mm, you know i guess i'll just live a normal human's life and i'll just stop thinking about it i'll move on and the irrational shit did fully irrational stuff there was a real solid a little maybe hammy but solid reason for why the completely deranged strange uh went so crazy you know because strange is a pretty logical guy so like if he if that wouldn't have happened you would have been like i don't know dude he's always been pretty practical but the fact that he didn't have that practical side in him and that's why he was like that side of him was able to go so crazy to me it was just like okay this story covered its bases uh, it was done pretty well. I like the story. I'm into the mystical shit. So yeah, this this one was a good one. I enjoyed my viewing of it. I think I'm going to take exception with one thing you said right there. Yeah, he's a very practical guy. Yeah, that's post all this stuff. Like we we deal with him mostly post all this stuff. I really liked. The, I didn't think you even needed the split, but the split was fine. Like sure. I didn't have a problem with the split. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, thought it was fine. But I don't think you really needed that for him to be like this other version of strange because the strange we're used to you're right is like rational but that's post him becoming what he becomes and everything like that yeah. so strange in general i want to say is i was just talking to my friend about this and after watching this this series mm -hmm. he now that iron man's gone he's probably my favorite character sure. in mcu yeah and one of the things i love about him and this is very different like i liked him in the comics too because mm -hmm. he deals with like hell powers yeah. and stuff like that and yeah. that is like one of the most anti-cringe uh we have a very have. famous can i ask you can something i ask you something episode four anybody so, wants to <laughs> look for that one that one's See, one of my favorites that's like a uh, that's like uh a marvel blurb right there See, can i ask you something episode five so he um i really liked him i was really looking forward to the movie uh when i saw the characters i was even more looking forward to the movie you know i was a little disappointed with the movie rewatched it enjoyed it a little bit more sure um 
I love what they've done with them because all the MCU has changed characters slightly. Yeah. They're not really yes. there. And one of the things they did with with Strange that I thought was perfect for the MCU um, was they modeled him more like Tony Stark. Sure. Right? Because him and Tony Stark are the same characters pre-power. Yeah. And they get their powers and Tony Stark stays Tony Stark, you yeah. know, flamboyant, crazy. And Doctor Strange goes the other route. Yeah. He's more... Um, he becomes incredibly grounded. Right, yeah. exactly. He goes the exact opposite way yeah. of... It's fucking I am, zero nonsense. I am Iron Man. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, and I really love that, like, juxtaposition between those two characters that sure. started the same and then became completely different characters. Yeah. So I've, I've really enjoyed him. Going into this episode, I was a little nervous about this episode. And then I... Two like you, I loved it. It yeah. was probably my favorite episode at this point. Yeah. I was like, okay, now I'm ready for more. <clears throat> really like everything about it. I liked that it was kind of like he... Um, the, just everything about this character was really cool to me. Sure. Because like he went too far, but then like is upset about going too far. Sure. Like He doesn't become this tyrant. And, it, that's and like, it isn't a betrayal, like you said, even of the character. Because the yeah. entirety of this character is driven by... Not by... Can I do it? Like, yeah. which is what Iron Man I feel sure. like is driven by. But he's more driven by like what is out there, yeah, and like what is possible, you right. know. And so, like, um, I liked that the curiosity of him wasn't betrayed. I liked how it started by him going, "I wonder if I could just, you know, for a second, you know, just experience it without fucking anything up, yeah. you know." And then him using the stone, and that, I don't feel like it was a betrayal of the character. No, I, I thought, thought it was. This is this yeah. was a great episode yeah. and the best so far. And then we go to episode five. Uh, episode four, five, five was what if zombies? Yep, zombies. So, what do you think of this episode? Uh, you, wait a second. Before this, importantly, I want to point out. Yeah, this is the first what if we're getting to, which was actually a story before the what comics. if. Yeah, right, for exactly. sure. Yeah. Now, the story in the comics was different. Yeah, and the characterization of the zombies was different. Yes, because in the in the comics, the zombies uh, were sentient. They could talk, they could think, they could plan, they strategized, they lured uh, uh, the entire Ultimates universe yeah. into, like, they opened a door into the Ultimates universe by, yeah. by like, tricking Reed Richards into thinking that it was just, like, the 616 universe yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Uh, and so, like, they were, they were definitely different in the, uh, in the comics, but I enjoyed this episode fine. It, I didn't enjoy it as much as the episode that came before it, but I enjoyed it fine. I thought it was just kind of like an action episode. It dialed up the comedy, which I feel like is important. Actually, that's what I was going to say. The only reason I would push back a little bit on the um, on the idea that this was specifically for like an eight-year-old. No, not the series. Around. I just meant the T'Challa Just that episode, episode. Yep. yeah, for sure. Because like the series as a whole with the Doctor Strange episode gets pretty adult. Yeah. I, or maybe not adult, but at, the, at adult least, content. Sure, there's adult there's content, some profundity sure. there that like is hard to understand really as t- a too little a kid. I think even a teenager would be fine with this. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't think it's like that profound, but I do like that um or I do think that it's important to like kind of highlight the fact that it's talking about loss and like like yeah. you know, acceptance and depression sure. and like like you know all these things, responsibility, and so like it's it's a little a little a little weighty. The next episode, although it's the, probably the most like killy gory episode, 
uh, was back to like the skewed to a younger audience kind of viewpoint where it was just like a lot of just fun shit happening and a lot of jokes. You know, Paul Rudd was making jokes and Spider-Man was making jokes and um, the one guy from Ant-Man was making jokes. And so like, yeah, this was fine. This was fun for sure. I, I was pleasantly surprised by how much fun I was able to have without it really annoying me too much. The stuff with uh, the vision was kind of, eh. maybe it was the opposite of Wanda vision, you know, Okay. where instead of Wanda having to deal with her sense of loss for vision. Now we have vision trying to deal with his sense of loss for Wanda and, you know, like, I, I want to say that it's fair that he kind of turned into a baddie because, like, you want to give the story the benefit of the doubt. But I, I also thought it was a tiny bit of a betrayal of character because yeah. you want to believe that Vision would be a little bit more grounded than Wanda was. You know, Wanda dealt with loss entire, entire life and... You know, like she lost her family, she lost her brother, she lost her, she lost vision. And so, like, I could see a breaking point for her naturally. Whereas with vision, his sense of loss just didn't seem heavy enough, especially for like this, like, AI, you know, like you'd, you'd, I'd want to believe that that character would be very analytical about what happened would be able to move forward and just be like no we got i gotta save everybody and they didn't do that he kind of turned into a little bad guy and i was just like okay you're you're pulling at me a little bit but otherwise i thought the episode for me taken for just the fun of zombies zombies you know like that's that's what this episode was i felt and i was fine with it if if taken like that like, don't look too into it. It's just zombies. Okay, then, oh, yeah, I guess I'm fine with that. Okay. What'd you think? Disliked it strongly. Um, This was probably the, my, this or T'Challa episode are the two worst episodes bottom, to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, A couple reasons. One, it, this felt like, you know what this felt like to me? Mm. Simpsons Treehouse of Horror type shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. When yeah. they do their. But, but look at what Simpsons Treehouse of Horror is. Mm-hmm. It's just a mindless yeah, fun. Yeah, uh, absolutely right. And so, like, that's what it reminded me of. And, okay, so. Going back to, like, Marvel zombies in general. First of all, I think for any horror fan, which I would consider myself a horror fan, zombies are, like, done. Like, we're, like, done with zombies. And, like, I think for, like, the... for a Marvel zombies came out at the height of zombiedom. No, 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 no. Okay, hold on. We'll back up. We'll get to that in a second. The re-release of of Marvel zombies. Because, importantly, it came way earlier than most people think, actually, Marvel zombies. Because it first came out in, like, 2004. Yeah. Okay, so that was before, like, Walking Dead and all that other stuff and whatnot came. Because it was written by the guy who then writ- then went on to write Walking Dead. Oh, interesting. So, for me, in my opinion, like, zombies are, like, played at this yeah, point. Like, yeah. I guess if you're going to do some stuff, and I still watch some zombie movies, but they're definitely at the bottom of the heap for me when it comes to horror. And I think for, like, a normal person who's not into horror, they're still cool with zombies. Because zombies haven't been over-plaguing their fucking genre for... Oh, ten years. I mean, years now, I'm so. not into horror. Yeah, I'm not into horror. Sure, but I'm done with zombies. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for zombies sure, to me is like absolutely, like, dude. What so, more can be said about zombies? Please. The original stop. Marvel Zombies, 2004. Um, Robert Kirkman. Okay, who then went and he yeah. wrote, you know, Walking Dead and, and Invisible Later, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch yeah, of other but shit. like so, also, um, this is after 28 days later, right? 
20 Days Later, I feel like, was like 2003-ish time. It was somewhere around there. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, zombies were still very cool at this point. I think they weren't at their height, this is, though. This because was before Dawn of the Dead, which I feel like Dawn of the Dead was like, like we are getting going with you zombies. You talking about the here. Zack Snyder version? Uh, yeah, the Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead. It was Dawn of the Dead and 28 Days Later... And during that time, it was just like, dude, I and, you know, like the book World War Z had come out. I just feel like that was like that was peak zombie. So twenty eight days later was two thousand and two. Okay, yeah. Dawn of the Dead was the same year as Marvel Zombies. Oh, okay, yeah, so sure, yeah. in general, this is just, that just seemed like zombie time. You yeah, know? like in my yeah. and, and my memory of it. Because do you remember the book World War or World War Z? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was like yeah. huge as far yeah, as zombies yeah. go. You know, like I just and probably like, one of the better like written zombie things until yeah, like yeah. walking dead was fully into its thing sure because like i think first couple of, of of chapters of walking dead i thought were really great i thought the first like man i i don't know i i paid attention to walking dead for quite some time before it was even a tv show yeah, yeah, like yeah. i read i definitely read the graphic novels and yeah. all that stuff i read a bunch the of the show graphic came out I thought it was really good. but in my opinion yeah. zombies exploded because of the Walking Dead TV show. Sure. That's when... Every- but that's when it got played out. Right, it, yes. That's, for, they, for- I, I genuinely blame them yes. and the movie World War Z. Yes. Those two things yeah. to me were just like, now we're done with them. You know what it was? Uh-huh. It's things like this. It's when... It's kind of like rap music a little bit to me or like anything else when people like my mom are like do you watch that walking <laughs> yeah, dead yeah. it's like it's over yeah, with it's like not. you know <laughs> right exactly not like because they like it but because like it is oversaturated yes now. exactly yeah. not because i'm a hipster that's yeah, like sure. i was in that 10 years ago yeah. but because it's fucking Dude, it's everywhere like, it's like, yeah it's like when you like a song when you hear yeah. a song for the first time and you're just like this is a great song right and then you've heard that song a hundred fucking times you're just like this is a good part of my past. <laughs> yes. And I feel like, so, the, I, and this is not to their fault because they did this first technically, but in my opinion, Blackest Night was a much better zombie story than Marvel Zombies. I, I'm sure you never read it. It was no. the DC version of Marvel Zombies, but it was done, it actually had like a reason to it. Like it was because like uh, they they um, created a new Lantern Corps, basically the mm-hmm. Black Lanterns, mm-hmm. who were powered through death and like antimatter and stuff like that. And they had a battery just like all the other ones. And then they started sending out rings to to um, superheroes from dead universes that then rose as zombie versions cool. and shit. And then all yeah. the lanterns had to like work together to become the White Lantern to like defeat the the Black Lantern sure. and stuff like that. It was a really awesome story. Because you had, unlike the Marvel Zombies, you had like characters, like they were so like detailed with it. So, like, this Hawkman character that you haven't seen in like eight years comes back because of it and shit like that. So, like, it was all these old characters coming back to life and and things like that. So, it was really kind of, kind of cool because there was like a Superman from another universe that was the one that was killed by Doomsday and didn't come back. So, it's almost like they really wanted to make a genuinely good story instead of just going, Let's just do some zombies. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly that. Exactly that. So, and that's not Marvel's fault or whatever, because they were, like I said, they were like four years before DC did it. But DC set out to do a storyline about it. And Marvel Zombies was just like, it's cool to add zombies to like Marvel characters. And, when the, and I just didn't like, I don't know. And maybe it's because of my like long history with zombies. I really always hated like zombies like they keep their superpowers and they do superpowered things and stuff like that but mm. like 
like all tellings of zombies have always been like they are creatures that are just barely moving and stuff yeah, like that, sure. right? Yeah, exactly. That's why I liked the comic book version more. Yeah, where they were still sentient. Yeah, like yeah. they were like like because in this it was like they tried to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah, like yeah. they were brain dead, but also still the superheroes. Yes. Whereas in the in the books or in the comics. They were still themselves. Yeah. They just wanted to eat, you right. know? Like, and so, you know, I, I just felt like that was a, even better than this. And I didn't even really love that. But, like, I was like, at, at the very least, if they would have done that, I would have enjoyed it more. This literally needed to be brain-dead fun for me to yeah. enjoy it. And it was, like I said, it like, I didn't hate the series because of this. Sure. I just didn't care for this episode really sure. that much. I thought there were fun parts. Yeah. The vision part. So I want to talk about that for just a second. I get where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but they... Every zombie story has this story yes. of like the husband that's yep. keeping the wife alive or yep. whatever and shit like that. So that's, yeah. they just had to do this part or whatever. So yeah. I agree. It's kind of weird, but it's like, what other couple are you going to do this with? Sure. I guess. Yeah. So that's the one that they did it with. Yeah. And you have Paul Bettany. You're not going to use, not use Paul Bettany. Right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I love Paul Bettany. I did like that in this episode, there were more recurring actual characters, yeah. voice actors. Sure. Uh, than in the other ones, it helped with the immersion a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. Know? It really made me feel like, what if you know whereas the other ones where a lot of the voices were different i'm just yeah. like mm, this is so adjacent you know that doesn't feel part of it i feel you man so basically from here we've got three more episodes four four more episodes yep, yep you're right we're Killmonger gonna, Killmonger. Episode, which is the one i'm halfway through right now thor uh there's a thor episode uh there is the ultron uh, ultron episode and then there's the, the finale the finale yep yeah. so we'll be coming back to you pretty soon with uh, all that stuff yeah However, this also takes care of another can I ask you something that I had to bring up. Since we're talking Marvel, Uh let me drop a Marvel comment that you're going to agree with completely. Oh, okay. Why is Marvel so poor at making recognizable good music for their characters? Yeah. That is like... Yeah, I don't disagree with this. I'm like, they have one song, Avengers. Like, the Avengers theme is the one thing everybody kind of knows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even that, to me, is not like... Like, okay, and I know it's different because of when I grew up and there were people that were really focused on this shit and stuff like that. But, Mm -hmm. like, everybody knows the Superman theme, you know, right? You know, all that stuff. And everything with Batman and all that. Everybody knows the Batman theme. Everybody knows, right? Like... And then I, I was thinking about it when I was listening to the Lord of the Rings soundtrack, right? Mm-hmm. And the Lord of the Rings soundtrack, obviously, everybody knows almost every... You know the Hobbit music. You know sure. the fucking Rohan music. You know, you know the normal music, you know? And they all have these, like, unique music. Yeah, dude, I, like... When making jokes yeah. about like Helm's Deep, yeah. I always go. That's the Isengard yeah, music, sure. exactly yeah, right. Yeah. And like, I was thinking to myself about it, and I'm like, "Well, wait a second. Let me think about some." And even the even the DC side of things has very recognizable the fucking Wonder Woman. like too much, right? They go overboard with the one. They use it. They use it a little bit too much. But at least it's a cool theme. Yes, the Man of Steel has a theme. The fucking Batman has the Nolan Batman had a theme and shit. And like. I was just thinking to myself, like the only rec, the most recognizable Marvel songs or soundtracks are like two, and it's one is like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and the other one is Thor, and, and they didn't and make the, those musics. Yeah, for sure. The, the, or you're talking Thor, just the, the one the, song. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. just the immigrant song. Right. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. And with Guardians, it was just like, hey, remember all this like cool seventies, eighties right. music? Exactly. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Like I was like, I know you can't hire Hans Zimmer because that's DC's thing or whatever, sure. but like hire somebody who's gonna fucking make some music that's gonna be recognizable that people are gonna be like, oh yeah, that's the fucking uh, Shang Chi music. 
music or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's you had a pretty cool soundtrack. It had that. a fine soundtrack, but not something that you're going to remember, in my opinion. No, and it also was also like... Just rap music. It was just a bunch of rap music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and I mean, you know, it is what it is, so... Yeah, all right. Well, cool. That was this... Can I ask you something? Uh, we'll see you guys probably next week or in a week or two to finish off the series. Uh, and uh, coming up soon, I think we're probably going to do... Um, Hawkeye all in one episode. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. Have a cool week, guys. Bye.